1: Oh man! Hello. Good evening, AfterBuzzers. Thank you for tuning in to the Graceland After Show here at After Buzz TV. This is the After Show for Graceland Season Two, Episode Triss. Oh yeah, entitled Tinkerbell. The I guess Tinkerbell's. I am uh, your host, Stephen Lemieux, joined this evening by my amazing glasses co-host Stephanie, Stephanie Georgie. Georgie.
2: I'm actually wearing uh, Stephen Lemieux's glasses right now. However, I have just found out that I probably need them because I see everything in HD, guys. How I sad know. is that? I'm getting old. What can it's gonna I say? Be,
1: it's going to be crazy. So tonight was actually a very good episode filled with lots of uh, action, lots of drama, lots of... Foreshadowing for stuff to happen in the future, absolutely, and a little bit of suspense with Johnny. Mm-hmm. So we're going to run it down in a little bit more, a little bit different this week. <laughs> the glasses. Yeah, I don't have the glasses, <laughs> so I have to squint to see it. Uh, she's going to give me crap all all day for that. Um, but I decided that I would run through it. Stephanie decided, hey, let's let's do it a different little, little bit differently. So I did not so take notes. Think i just watched it without doing any of that writing Mm -hmm. so you know if it wasn't as detailed don't worry we're still going to run through the show and knock it out post haste with some swag
2: there you go and last week and last week it's okay last week we were all so sad about what happened to jakes because it was terrible and we all want to beat up cassandra now and then we start i
1: don't want to beat up cassandra i'm kidding i I was actually on her side in that (laughs)
2: I mean, I guess. Whatever. But it was really sad to see Jake's that way, especially because, come on, man, you got to make yourself look good. What, look what he's doing already. Yeah. However, he did drunk good. Well.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of beating it up, we we ended last week with Paige and Mike. Mm. Whew. All right. So that kind of has a little bit to play in the first uh, scene of this episode. So, um... Jake's is back at Graceland.
2: Jake's is back at Graceland. He
1: is back, but he's like not quite all there. He's very, very wasted. He's he's Jake's wasted right now. Mm-hmm. He's super depressed. He's drinking, 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 shows up, starts banging on his room door because it's locked. And he's like, who the hell is in my room? Johnny comes out and is like, oh, dude, Zelanski's L- in room. Moved there, in man. yesterday. And then Zelanski's like, yo, I got my gun. It's loaded. Don't come in here.
2: Mm-hmm. Damn. Which which was kind of a lot. I mean, I understand that Jakes is like this guy who they're, he's starting to piss everybody off. So that's probably why he had the reaction that way. Because it's like, who do you think you are? You can't just come in here and act that way. But I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: You know, I don't know at this point because we don't know how long Zelansky's been in that house. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what kind of relationship Jakes and him have had recently. Plus jakes was more of an asshole when mike was in the house and now it seems that jakes is a nicer guy recently right and that's why he
2: left so so i don't know why zolanski
1: and jakes would have had that drama Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like a story that we don't really have in this season yet i don't know if we'll get into it because i don't know if we'll bring zolanski back probably
2: he left his robot
1: he did leave his robot (laughs) for johnny (laughs) get that little bromance going on right um so yeah they everyone in the house is like freaking out everyone's like he headbutts Johnny, mm-hmm. and that just put Johnny off his side. Like He was like, what yeah.
2: the, That was what a hell? hard headbutt. headbutt. Uh, Johnny started bleeding and everything. That was nuts.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's kind of like Johnny and... Because like Johnny was the one who kept his secret when he left, and then he comes back, and he's still an asshole to Johnny. Mm-hmm. It's like everything Johnny... Johnny tries so hard to be a good friend to Dale Jakes. And
2: you know what? And not even to Jakes, to everybody, and I hate to see everyone just treating Johnny like a little brother. Like like the little man, the way that Carlito called him, and the girl. It's just mm-hmm. everyone sees him that way, and it sucks.
1: Pussy. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Sorry, that's everybody. Why, that's oh, why, my
2: God! That's why it
1: got <laughs> under his skin so much when Carlito started calling him pussy, when he started, like, slapping him and stuff like that. That's why it got under his skin, because nobody wait, respects pff. him. Nobody respects Johnny, because... And we'll get into that in a minute here, but, yeah, like, that's... It's, it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. um...
2: We get yeah. into the next project, and Paige... Or Mike so, wants to send Paige in? Well, so... The lady in white. There you we go. Fir- well,
1: firstly, they're trying to... Uh, they got to figure out what's going to go with the room situation because now we got one more person here. Mm-hmm. And Zelensky moved into Jake's room and now uh, Mike is in Zelensky's... Or Mike's old room. Yeah. So it's like, oh, where are we going to put him?
2: Oh, let's throw and him they on s- this. they put Jake in limbo. I guess so he was just in a neutral place. How do you feel about that? Do you think that they should have left Zelensky there or no? I felt kind of bad about it. And what did he say about ICE? They said they put him on a different project?
1: I gotta go with ICE. I think they were talking about Dale Jakes. Oh. They're like, they gotta go with him. But um, no, like, Dale's on... uh, Dale had filed for a transfer. Mm-hmm. And, like, he he just came back. He didn't, like, go through the proper routes of, mm-hmm. hey, I'm canceling my transfer. He just came back. Right. So Mike has to use his pull to get Jakes back into Graceland. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Mike really has a decision where Mike doesn't want the responsibility. He ends up with the responsibility of choosing whether it's Zalansky or Jakes who gets to stay at Dr- Graceland. And Mike has history with Jakes, doesn't have history with Zalansky. And I got to say here, you, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. And I think you know what I'm about to ask you. Do you think that Mike got rid of Zelensky because of his interest in Paige?
2: That'd be so stupid because it's not like Paige is into him. But I don't it doesn't know. matter. Oh my god! To be, pos- he- to be possessive when he's when he's got Foster on the line. I know. Okay. All right. Agent Warren, relax. But
1: when but when when she's in that white dress and he's like, oh, it's doing something for me, and then he, then she's trying to like, so who are you gonna go with? She right. Asks. She's like,
2: I hope that has nothing to do with the fact. And she says,
1: she votes for Zelensky. And
2: he thinks it's because he has googly eyes for her. Yeah,
1: and she's like, you're already getting insecure. Already getting insecure.
2: He's already getting possessive. Yeah. He's no place to get possessive, which is absolutely right.
1: And then she calls him cocky. And yes, he's being cocky. Mm -hmm. So that's why I didn't think of it before, but if you think about it, maybe he wanted Jake's because it's less competition for Paige. He wants to get his side chick and his phone chick.
2: Why everybody gotta be that way?
1: Maybe they'll bring back his real chick so they don't have his real chick, his phone chick, and his side chick.
2: Oh my goodness! No, that's doing way too much.
1: Doing way too much. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Um, However, Paige looked fantastic in that dress. The lady in white. Back to what I started white. before.
1: So yeah, we get this. We get this op. The lady in white. She's she's she has this cover she's upholding, which is with a coke dealer, where she gets the coke and she pushes it. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually she buys like a gram, and then Mike is like, okay, well you need to get like a kilo, and she's like. Uh, yeah, he's gonna run away if we do that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not gonna want to do that because they they're so used to a set, right? They're so used to it. like this is how it goes down. If it's not going down this way, cops are involved. Right? If it's not going down this way, cops are involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they're like, all right, well, uh too bad we're speeding it up. Briggs, you're her sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Rock it out. Get me a kilo. So here it is. They meet little top, not little yep. top,
2: little little Lil top. little top or just top or just top. I don't make the names.
1: I don't make the names. I just rock the top.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
1: they meet How little top, Oh, uh, sorry, they meet Lil Top at uh at the at his house and he's like super skeptical. He's like,
2: right? It's so funny to hear Briggs be Dominican. No was good, papo. My like that's so, but he, I mean he did he played the part right. I would have believed him. And i have to say that Briggs does look like a Dominican. Does he? Yeah, I've been there twice, I know. You black I got homie? A lot of, I got a lot of friends.
1: He's like, you black homie? No, man. Like, no I brought, soy negro. I rep in DR. I
2: rep in DR.
1: You know, um, and then he makes up this story about, yeah, you know, I lived in, uh, what was the town called? Santa Rosa. Barron?
2: Bar- something like Barron? that. Barron, yeah. And then by like that. a village, something by a lake, which it's so funny because this is the second time that I've seen this in this show. Where they get Briggs on some questions and he hesitates and hesitates and then bam comes out with the answer. It's like, what are you doing? Are you just like mentally googling everything in your head? Basically,
1: he's trying to think of something that he can BS the guy with.
2: Why? I know, I mean, but he was right. Oh yeah. So so that that's why I'm saying. I mean, I'm I'm happy and of course he's doing his information. Just the, the anticipation of him trying to give him the answers is always like, wait, where did you? Why didn't you just say it right away? Like, yo. Relax.
1: So they they go in there. They try to make the buy for a key. Makes up the story. Oh man, he chose all five numbers. Which
2: I have to say was a whack story. Super whack. Why? Why can't? Why couldn't he just have money? Like, don't worry about how I get my money. Son. I think they
1: are expecting the dealer, uh, Lil Top, to be a little bit less intelligent. To be a little less intelligent.
2: Right, but. Even less intelligent. I mean, I guess. It's but just, that's what that you do. You win the lottery. Line.
1: You go buy a bunch of Coke and you get a bunch of girls and you make it sprinkle on that ass. I mean, that's what Briggs wanted to do. That's what he said. He said he he throw some stardust on those bitches.
2: Well, watch the language, that mister. Is, that's
1: a line from the show. It I'm is. allowed to say it. <laughs> I am. A, there were three shits in this episode.
2: <laughs> okay, so then let's just make it official that the, the, it doesn't matter. The cursing is just going to come on. Like he said, it's getting darker. It's getting more real. It is.
1: The first episode had one, the second had one, this one had three. I was surprised. There might have actually been four. Probably. Anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. So, he's like, yeah, you know, it's a place by the lake, blah, 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 And then he just pulls out this Coke knife, like to, you know, it's like you're, like a knife. I want to try it. Like you take a knife bump, it's like one of the, like a Coke knife, and just stabs it through Paige's hand. Poor thing. Like a la Joker style. And she's just like, what the... Yeah. Like, that would hurt like hell.
2: It would, absolutely. Ill, And with the coke on it, that grosses me out. Yuck.
1: And the coke would probably make it hurt less, honestly.
2: Oh, you're right. It'll numb um, it out right up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like... It'll yeah.
2: numb <laughs> it right up. Dang, she got lucky then. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> Let um, me
2: stab you and make you feel good at the same time.
1: Pulls out a gun, aims it right at Briggs. And okay, at this point, the only thing unbelievable about this episode was really just this scene in the fact that if you're a guy from from the DR in Miami and you just won the lottery and somebody's holding a gun to your head you're going to be flipping sh- mm-hmm. you are not going to be super calm and like serious
2: actually you know what i have to agree with you because i don't like how they handled it at the end and how how they made little top all like almighty cuz you know comprende comprende like i just feel that they should have been more angry like no who, who do you think you are
1: I don't think it's anger. I think anyone else in that position would have been like crap in their pants that a drug dealer has a gun to their head and he just won the lottery. So it's like,
2: oh, money, like he just wants to jack him.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just I mean, plus, like you wouldn't you'd think that somebody from where Briggs cover was wouldn't have wouldn't wouldn't be used to having guns to their heads. Mm -hmm. If I held a gun to your head right now, Stephanie Georgie, would you just be like,
2: to be perfectly honest? Because I'm a movie buff, I would probably start thinking about every single movie I've ever seen with that same exact situation, and I would start contemplating what I was going to do, and I'd be praying, and I would try not to cry because I would want to be a badass. I'm not kidding.
1: You'd want Tim to explode? I mean, I'd be
2: scared. I, I might. I don't think I'd be like, like, I don't think I would blubber in tears. I, they might have tears just fall out of my eyes because I'd be nervous, but I would try to keep that, like, tough face, like, damn, what? Please don't do it.
1: <laughs> don't do it! Don't do it! Please, please, I'm playing. Please, anyway. Um. So yeah, they they handle the situation. He's like, you want what? It's it's like that double take. It's like, what was the lake called, Holmes?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't say Holmes because Dominicans will say that.
1: But... What? I said, what was the lake called? What?
2: I know. <laughs> I guess he was just trying to act like defensive. he's like trying to Like, like you trying to question me? Trying to say I'm lying?
1: Yeah, you you saying I'm lying, thinking, mm-hmm. thinking, 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 what the thinking. hell was that lake called? Right. I'm not lying, man, thinking, 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 what was mm-hmm, that lake mm-hmm. called? La Aquile or something yeah. like that, I forgot what it was called. Something new. But he said it, and the guy's like, okay, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. put the gun down, doesn't care that he just stabbed Paige in the hand.
2: Right, doesn't even apologize. Nah. Rude.
1: Sorry, girl. Your hand was fine. Yeah, uh no, so You know you
2: don't feel nothing. So he's like, nah, I
1: don't have it now. I don't have that kilo, but uh I get it to you Sunday. Alright, so they know like the day. They know they're getting the ship when they're the shipments this week. Alright, so that's kind of what happened with that and then the next scene we get with Paige is Paige and Johnny. Uh No, Paige and Mike. And uh Johnny comes in. He's talking to Mike about like, yo, dude, I found this. I've got this with- in with the Solano. He's trying and to again, tell me. And that-
2: is- dismisses Johnny. So rude.
1: Yeah, Mike's Johnny's trying to tell Mike that he's got an in with the Solano cartel. And Mike's mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm on the phone with Foster because this is my boo, even though.
2: Oh, he was trying to tell him the story that we found that we heard later just so that, you know, Mike could calm down. But Mike is too busy to tra- <laughs> foster man she's starting to already get on my nerves like why are we talking to you right now
1: yeah i don't like phone call girls anyway um so he kicks johnny out he's like nah, get away man and then Paige comes in he's like johnny god da- oh my god you have blood on you mm-hmm. oh my god are you okay hey phone chick i gotta put you on i gotta hang up because i gotta talk to my side chick <laughs> hey side chick are you okay yeah
2: right they're both side chicks
1: they're both side chicks he's got two sides though luckily and And it
2: was funny because Steven goes I I don't understand isn't she mad at him and she's like no hey look got my hands out for you
1: well it doesn't make sense that she wouldn't be mad at him because she's the one he's the one who rushed her and she says like,
2: she doesn't care she just got that good good the night before so she's still on a good one (laughs) it's true though she's like Mike I'm so mad at you right now but all I can think about you is naked so I'm not mad no more that's and- what's going on. I'm a woman. I know. <laughs> you know, you were thinking the same thing. You were and like, on that
1: note, let's move into. <laughs> p- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God, Stephanie.
2: What? Oh it's true. God. Go ahead and comment below while you're watching the show. Get- well, Let like- us know if you agree, ladies. If you don't, it's okay. And while you're there, go ahead and go on iTunes. Don't forget to rate us five stars. Talk to us. We'll talk back.
1: Talk about that good, good. Talk about that good, good. My God, she just she just loves her some Aaron Devate. Um, anyway, but I guess like she, I guess like risky situations and danger makes her horny or something because she like she goes in there and she's like, yeah, let's have sex right now, you know. Anyway, so that's kind of what was going on there. Let's move on to the Mike and Johnny op. Mm-hmm. So Johnny gets these guns. I mean, yeah, he's like you know, trying to hide them with along with uh, Zelensky, and you get this little bit of a zelansky Johnny bromance going on here. And then Mike comes up the stairs being Miss Debbie Downer and is like, "What you guys got there?"
2: Right? Mike really needs to stop with that because it is and I loved when Charlie's like, "Yo, you need to stop acting like you invented undercover."
1: Dude, he's like micromanaging everything.
2: I know, and it's like in a weird and it's so funny too because he's making me feel right now like I was in Graceland last year. Like, who do you think you are? You just came in afterwards. Like, why are you trying to run-ish?
1: Run-ish? Yeah, I mean, he was he was new to Graceland. He wasn't undercover for a while, I guess, in Washington doing yeah, his barely. thing. Yeah, barely. Failed up. Just saying, Mike. Jeez. And no, I'm just kidding. But like, uh, yeah, so they get these pistols and Mike's just pissed off. Because he doesn't really, because he didn't let Johnny in the office before, so mm-hmm. Johnny couldn't tell him about what he's actually doing and how he's getting the pistols to go after this guy. Right. And Johnny's pissed off, and then Charlie's like, "No, he got him for this." And right. they're like, "Oh, what's going on? Okay, well, this is the situation. Mm-hmm. Mike or uh, Johnny got the in with Solano because Charlie backed out. So now Johnny's going to be the one who has to go after." The Solano cartel going through Carlito. Mm-hmm. He's like, because he's got an in with Carlito, because the guy likes Mexican antique ish.
0: Johnny, these pistols are French.
1: I know. Uh, Bonjour, mon ami. C'est vrai? I mean, he makes up a pretty convincing backstory to him. But, like, okay, so the pistols are French, and they're like, you will notice. Okay, a guy who really loves Mexican antique ish will notice and yeah. will know his ish about Mexican teak, which is one
2: thing that I'll give to Mike is that he was right when he said that. He's like, you don't think you'll know? And then he's like, no, he's a thug. He doesn't really know. No, why would he? Cl-? Yeah. Trust me. If you're trying to claim that you know anything about anything, you want to know the background just so that someone who tries to get you, you're not fooled.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, that's...
2: That's how I was with the Clippers. When I became a fan, I studied.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> French and Mexican history, like... The the designs on the pistols, oh, the I'm make sure. of the pistols, everything so would be completely he, different.
2: Yeah. I wonder if he did, do you think he made up the story or he like, he searched what was the most possible? Um, and like pulled names and then put them together.
1: I feel like he researched names and tried to put them together. Okay. I feel like he did his research just in case that mm-hmm. happened. But like, He's he he he's staggered because he's not on ops all the time. So this mm. this season's really been building up Johnny's character as somebody who doesn't get to do the ops all the time. He's always in the he's always in the van. He's always in the guy behind the behind the team going in afterwards. So this is really Johnny's first op that we get to see.
2: And this to be season. perfectly honest, as much as he was like, was that good enough for you? No, it wasn't, Johnny. It re- yeah, no, it wasn't. Like, Sorry, boo. come on, kid, what are you doing? Like. He, I mean, he does have to step his game up a little bit. I like. I know that he knows what he's doing, but when Mike and everyone else gets involved, that just sucks. I guess the experience is going to be better for him because he'll have his practice. But that wasn't that wasn't really impressive. Like from the beginning, he got everybody nervous. Like, what are you doing right now?
1: I mean, his story. It's just his reactions were so slow, and like his cover was just so badly done. And that, like, every time the guy would say something, he'd just be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like he wouldn't he wouldn't respond back and be quick with it like uh like Briggs would have been. Right. Like Briggs would have done a better job. And, and he that's... would have
2: been more relaxed and I felt like Johnny when he he showed up trying to be cool and I don't know if he should have said like I see you I see you around. Well from the first moment I think you'd be a good person to get involved with like
1: Yeah like right. Okay. okay. You
2: sound whack. What?
1: Yeah like Alright, I don't want to hang out with you if, like, you're just trying to. I just to... feel
2: like he could. A, a better line would have been, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I've seen you around. Like, I guess I just want to know what was up. And to be perfectly, I don't know. I don't know. Th- there could have been, like, a better around, backstory. i see you around. I you like
1: antiques. I found one.
2: Or I had one. I was talking to your buddy about it. He told me to come show you, so I showed you.
1: I'm about to show you. No, but he's thrown off his game the moment he steps in the room, and Lucia, f- like, calls him on. And he's like, yo, get out of my house. Yeah. Drop your gift. Get out of my house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, guys. I need you guys to comment on youtube and comment on itunes is she undercover i swear to god she's an informant or something she is not she is not what we think she is
2: wouldn't that be horrible and against her own brother i don't know because crazy though my my only thing was that she did you see her look when she put her his hand or either either they had a connection or she was trying to signal something when she put um, her hand on his wrist and touched watch, the watch on
1: the watch I that saw was, that too I was so wondering so like
2: I, I don't understand I don't know if she was just like attracted to him for just a moment or if she was trying to give him a heads up like look I know what you're like I know who you are and the only reason why I could think of her being undercover is if she grew up watching the things that her father did and then how her brother became and she was sick of it and disgusted that she's like, fine. If if these Americans and, and no uh, government agency can get you down, I'm going to join. I'm going to get you down.
1: I feel like she's not undercover. Maybe she's just a CI, like a high-profile CI,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like an informant. And that might be it too because I think she had more respect for Johnny once he tried to save the dude's life as opposed to just letting him die. Right. Okay,
2: so then she probably was just feeling him after that and just the whole thing was not even the watch, was just that she put her hand on him.
1: Yeah, probably probably just that. Um but it was a pretty intense scene. I mean he shows him how to load the pistol, he does that, and he's like, You forgot the locking mechanism. I know. It don't you lie to me? I know. You tell me a story that's not true and then you tell me I'm stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you come and sit on my couch in my favorite seat.
2: Shut up. Okay. And
1: then you put your feet on my carpet with your shoes that I told you to leave by the door.
2: No, get out of here. <laughs> that was not in... Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's like, no, uh, I'm going to either shoot you point blank or we're going to do all.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. So, of course... Why it's
2: this- always got to be so hard for him.
1: Because rich philanthropic millionaires with... Old, ancient pistols like to use those pistols to shoot mm-hmm. at stuff. And if you don't bring a gift they can shoot at, they will shoot at you. Right. Haven't you ever seen James Bond?
2: I know. I mean, I'm kidding, but that's my point. Why do dudes always have to do that? Because we're in every guys. Movie? Annoying. Because
1: we like to shoot stuff.
2: Let me duel some chicks. And cut
1: stuff with swords. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of fun. Yeah, right. I grow, I grow facial hair just thinking about it.
2: Oh, my goodness. Hey, look at my eyes real quick. Roll them.
1: Thank you. I knew that stuff.
2: Copyright Kevin Hart. You
1: know, you can talk about that good good with <laughs> girls. I can talk about freaking crap with guys.
2: Pew, 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 pew. So
1: Johnny gets out of the situation. They shoot the guy and mm-hmm. Johnny sa- like tries to save him. And it's like, they're like, I love no. how they have
2: to, sorry. what I love how they always have to show a boss shoot his friend. Because Bellow did that with Eddie. I know, right? It's like, okay, we get it. You're tough that you'd shoot even your buddy. But
1: But I think Bello shot him for a reason. This guy was just kind of...
2: Was being at like this, this guy's insane.
1: I think this was just show how insane. Hey, do you this think he's do you think he's gay? No.
2: When he was like, you know, my type, bro.
1: No, that was just he was just messing with him, right? Um, but no, he's uh, he's in, he's like insane. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally insane. Like he's shooting the guy because he was laughing at him about a joke that Lucia told. So like, I think that. I think that he's just literally off hinge because he's a crime lord's son and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But Lucy is going to be a good contact because she's the crime lord's daughter. And when she says, I'm going to call Papa, that's the guy they're going for. They don't want Carlito. Carlito is a means to an end. Wait, man,
2: Papa finds out. Which we I find out say in, it so weird. in the
1: preview of, we see uh, Carlito Sr., mm-hmm. the the Solano guy who's the head of everything. Um, so they just want to like bring the, he's like, call the van. Like he's dead. Call the van. They're like, oh, let's, get, uh, let's get, Did some-
2: you get some bleach, a tarp, and um, something sharp. I know. And Johnny's like, he's not dead yet. Oh, my goodness. He's like,
1: look, just drop him off. Get the van. Drop him off in a, in a field somewhere and then call the police, whatever. The good
2: thing is, is that if this guy gets better for whatever reason it is, he's indebted to, to Johnny. He will always remember that he got shot up by homeboy, by, by uh, baby Carlito. And then who was there to look out? I know, Johnny, right? With the quickness. What the, I was
1: I was worried he had like something he like a tattoo back, or, like or a, something.
2: not Oh my god! Wouldn't that be nuts though? If he had his wire on him, and he took it off. Like,
1: uh, yeah, they would have shot him to hell. Um, so yeah, that's and then he he gets out of there. He goes into the truck. and He's like, yo, so how'd I do, Mike? It's like,
2: yeah, whenever, dude. You, End of story.
1: Somebody got shot. Your cover was basically blown because he knows you're not really as. And you or, almost
2: got shot, but Lucia. Yeah, if she didn't come in there,
1: you probably would have gotten your ass shot. So, yeah, it didn't go too well, Johnny. Good job for a first stop, I guess. Yeah. Eh, You didn't die. Right. I mean, that's more than I can say for the very first scene of the series. He survived the
2: lion's den.
1: All right. Remember the very first scene of the series? Rubber ball on the elbow, and it pops out, and then they, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Or does he die? No, they shoot him, but I don't know if he dies. I don't remember. Guys, if you remember, uh, let us know. So, now on to Jake's page and the buses. Mm -hmm. So, throughout this episode, they've set Jake's up with these videotapes to watch and see who the...
2: Outliers are.
1: The outliers are. And we find that it's these girls who are wearing these backpacks that are like child-sized backpacks with big patches on them so they can see who they are and he's like here's your tinkerbell Mm -hmm. that's where we get the the title of the episode from is there's the tinkerbells these women who are these little
2: pink child youth backpacks with tinkerbell on it so they could be identified
1: and so they can smuggle drugs
2: like little yeah little donkeys like little little donkeys hello donkey and we're having waffles
1: oh my god we're referencing shrek i know this show is like Onions. It has many layers. Right, many?
2: Okay, now right. we're um,
1: um, yeah. so whoa! So yeah. So, Jake's finds him. He's been sitting there drinking all day and finds the Tinkerbells. And him and Paige go out to the bus because they find out that it's bus uh, 118, I
2: think it was. Mm-hmm.
1: Or no, they go out to stake it out to find out which bus it is. And they see 118 because they see the girl who looks confused as hell with a tiny-ass backpack getting and off And with bus. the
2: most frightened face of my life. <laughs> It's like, whoa, lady, you're about to get caught. Why aren't you like,
1: girl? You got a body full of balloons, notches. full of drugs. Mm-hmm. That's like turdrugging.
2: Has anyone ever seen uh, Maria Full of Grace? If you did, then you know all about what's going on with those girls, which is so sad. So, and just in case you don't, I'll go ahead and talk about it. What they'll do is they'll um, wrap little things of cocaine and they're like pellet sizes. They swallow them. That's how the girls travel and don't get caught with anything on them. And then they have to, you know, how they get it out. And that's how they do it. However, the scary thing about this is that if one of those were to pop in your stomach, you're dead. You die. Like you get sick, you die. There's no way. I mean, unless, unless someone helps you like right away, but that ain't going to happen. They're not allowed, they're not about to send you to the hospital so that they can get caught up and lose all their cocaine. Scary.
1: In a past life of mine. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Oh my gosh. This kind of, this
1: kind of reminded me a lot about Orange is New Black in that, uh, it, it wasn't, they weren't like the drug mules but like piper and uh and i forgot the one's name like they were all cut up because they were like the girls who would help smuggle the money mm-hmm. like there's the there's the people who smuggle the drugs and there's people who the smuggle the money so it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting that cartels like using the using like the the girls like the teenage girls
2: what's always easy it's easiest
1: nobody suspects the little girl right um so they find this girl and is like all right we got the bus number let's go out and page is like no i want to talk to her and he's like and she's like, what are you talking about that can mess it up? And she's like, she's a human, human being. being. I've got to talk to her.
2: Hey, but how 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 fine did Paige look speaking Ukraine?
1: Oh, dude, sexy.
2: That was sexy.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But then why'd she go back to English, like, to ask her the hard questions? Well, Like, to say, I promise I'll find you? Like, the girls were like, what is she saying?
2: Well, because that was more simple. It was, like, difficult things that she would... Something more difficult in... English would have been harder to understand.
1: Okay, if somebody barely speaks English and you know their native language, speak their native language the entire time. I guess. That way there are no misunderstandings. Well, obviously
2: Paige wasn't like super fluent. She was able to communicate like a little bit.
1: I mean, what would, we, what would we have done without those subtitles? We would have felt like that girl trapped in that subway or yeah. that bus station without knowing any of the language.
2: That's so sad. And it was even more sad that she had that like letter prepared. Send to my father. Send to my papa.
1: I know. She's got a passport from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. She's got documentation papers. And Paige takes her cell phone and puts her cell phone. take, Which was Paige so risky. Is, oh, yeah. And puts it in the backpack as a tracking device. And says, oh, you got to go because they're going to Silmar. You got to go. Just go. Just go. Like, That's
2: what the man said to me, too. Which yeah, is well, so I know, man. How, how are you not going to explain anything and make and put a phone in someone? That was a little bit sloppy. Yeah. That was a little sloppy, especially for having for Paige having to go after her later and to find the backpack in the trash can and get out of here.
1: Well, the scary thing is this actually happens, people. Just so you guys know, um, people in other countries want to get into the U.S. so bad that they will Do take any means necessary. And then nice... Nice businessmen who say that they can get you in the United States will take you. You you sign papers. And it's usually not the nice businessmen who you work with. If by working, I mean being shoved in a char and transferred several different places, drugs shoved down your throat, and then traveled Mm. to another place and then another place, then usually you're just either killed or you die from the drugs, or you just become a sex worker for them after they're done with you smuggling. Mm -hmm. So that is what basically... I mean it's it's kind of terrible because people use this as human trafficking but they they traffic humans and drugs simultaneously because it's good business practice apparently. So it's fucking pardon my language it's freaking terrifying.
2: Right. Um, Here's my question though when they're talking about all of that they're saying that okay it's on eight, it's on 118 or 220 bus 220 even though the female was the signal but the drugs weren't on her what would, what, would be, what would be the need of her then at all? If they're assuming the drugs are in the bus, what was the point of even having the Tinkerbell girl? Um, to flag, I mean, especially if they're trying to say that every, it's always going to be those two buses because that's what they concluded to at the end of the show, that it's bus 118 and 220.
1: Well, she would have needed to know the driver for the driver to let her on to get her past the border. Um, that's how they concluded the driver's in on it. And then the same with the other driver. I'm not sure how big this goes, but they're talking about tons and tons of drugs. I you know. So I don't really know where this is going to go. We're probably going to find out more about it next episode of like how she ends up because we're probably going to see Paige finding her dead mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, optimistic, right? <laughs> Ever the optimist.
2: No, it's just unfortunate and we're being realistic because that's what happens. That's why you don't get involved with drugs, children and adults.
1: Um, so we can just continue with this storyline here where Paige goes and follows her to Silvar- Silmar and finds the cell phone in the backpack in a garbage can with her nowhere in sight.
2: Mm-hmm. I was expecting And, and with it. this most obvious flashlight of hers.
1: I know. I was like...
2: I'm like, girl, you almost got shot. Maybe not, but you could have. You Had stabbed. I been there, I would have been like, that's suspicious. Pew.
1: You got stabbed with a pen knife the same day and you're right. walking around Compton or whatever the hell it is, Silmar, with a freaking flashlight, stopped in the middle of an area with a tracking device trying to find human drug traffickers and they could be in a building nearby just watching. Oh my God, she's... Silly. Pretty dumb this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So, and then we get Mike and Jake's, Mike and, Jake's mm-hmm. and Jake's like, yo man, I know all about SLC and SLIS buses and all that stuff because I know engines and mm-hmm. uh, yo bus is in there. Yeah. Not scheduled for maintenance for another week, but it is in there for maintenance.
2: Right. Ah, uh-huh. man yeah so yeah um, yeah now it's predictions now what's gonna I mean gonna no not, it's not
1: predictions yet don't you dare hit it Ben um, so we got some character developments I wanna break oh, down real okay, quick oh okay sure surprise that like no it's written right there
2: no I meant oh that says char
1: char developments
2: <laughs>
1: char developments because my handwriting is absolute shite um, so we get Charlie and Briggs. Briggs is not sleeping in the same room as Charlie.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay because Briggs is like up to some ish again.
1: And then Briggs Fixes talks it. to Charlie and
2: we're Charlie help says, Kelly together.
1: yeah, I no. he didn't say that. He's just like, I talked to Kelly. He's like, we're going to help each other like her. And we're going to get through this together like him and him and Charlie. Um, and because then she goes,
2: how? And he's like, I don't know yet.
1: She's going to be so messed up when she finds out that she was right about him being Odin. Oh my God! That's gonna be the finale of the season, isn't it? Hmm. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I hope not. I hope it's like halfway through the season. But then
2: it's just, then he's done. What was the point again? Just for the money?
1: Oh, uh, because he wanted to get revenge on Jingles. And oh he had yeah! To take down oh the goodness cartel.
2: gracious, that's doing all way too much.
1: Oh, that's who cares? We're getting out. ahead of ourselves. Okay, so, so Johnny and Jake's, um, we get a scene with uh, Johnny and Jake's the headbutt scene, and mm-hmm. that's just kind so of
2: that relationship's deteriorating. I know unfortunately. that's
1: sad because he used to be such good pals. All right, and Zelansky and Johnny. They get their little bromance going on. They got they their did, pistols because and then, Johnny
2: finally had like somebody on his side, like his boy.
1: And then Zelensky moved out of the house and without telling Johnny because Zelensky mm-hmm. said, "Hey, don't Good tell looks. Johnny before the yeah. out because I need his mind to be on this." And then Johnny goes back to his room after the out. Yo, my boy, what? Oh, and you're gone. Except there's hey, a my robot, here. robot My little robot. My azure roboto. Oh, all right. And Mike and Paige, you know, yeah, what's we all know what going that's on with that. <sighs> Briggs and Jakes. We get a scene with Briggs and Jakes where Briggs is like, yo, what's going on with Daniel?
2: I love that Jakes goes, I know you, man. I know you. Like, you know what? Do you with everybody else because I can see that happens. But that's why I like their friendship because they really are. They seem like homies from childhood where that's something that you would say to your friend. Like, I'm not judging you. I love you. I know how you are. I know the fake you, the real you, and the the optimistic you. So don't worry about me. Work on yourself because I know what you're doing. You don't have to do anything with me because it's just not going to happen.
1: I read that another way. I read it. What? Well, I mean, it's it's that way too, but I think it's more like... Jakes is kind of fed up with Briggs, too, because Briggs is like, oh, you're just like your high and mighty shit right now. And it's just like, dude. I just think
2: that they both know what's up. Like Briggs obviously know, knows everything about Jakes, Jakes because they've been Briggs in each other's lives for so right long. Now. Yeah.
1: Jakes knows Briggs is being yeah. fake as hell right now. And Briggs is trying to be there for Jakes. But at the same time, it's like, dude.
2: Right. And Jakes is just like, no, I, I mean, I get had... it. I appreciate it. But don't worry about it. This is it's just too private. And honestly, to have to talk about something like so personal like that is just doing too much, especially when someone tries to act like they understand.
1: You're putting it in such a different light than it's in, though. it's It's really? not it's not a, oh, don't worry about it. I'm fine, man. Don't worry. It's like, dude, you're being fake right now. You need to help yourself because I need to help myself. Now get the hell out of my business.
2: No, that's the same thing. I'm saying, like, he he doesn't need Briggs in it.
1: Yeah, it's but just, it's, it's a more hostile I don't need you in it. It's not a, ah, oh, but well, thank it's you. Well, it's
2: exactly. It's a hostile I don't need you in it yeah. because I already, I know you. I know what you're trying to do, whatever it is. Like, fall back.
1: Yeah, like, get the hell out. And yeah. then, um whatchamacallit i was about to say something that i forgot um and then we still think think of this great relationship we still have the we still have um jake's worried about charlie because i don't think he knows the conclusion of that yet Mm because jake's was like dude like charlie's still digging into this stuff and if it falls back on me so i think that's kind of putting a putting a pin in their relationship right now and that's hindering them and then also with uh, with Johnny and Jake's, so I want to go back to Johnny's like, yo, man, how to go with Daniel and Jake's. That's when Jake's head butted. he's like, don't mm-hmm. you ever say his name?
2: Yeah. Which. This is another thing that pisses me off, because if I was in the house and I was one of the girl, well, I guess no one was there. But as Johnny, like, dude, eh, sorry, my bad. Um, like, F you, man. Are you kidding me? I can't say his name. I'm not saying it like like I know your life. I'm asking you a question. Yeah. About you and your son. And then for Jake's Jake's just don't ever say his name. Get out of here. This isn't someone say who did something against you.
1: No one is around you. Time for predictions.
2: <laughs> don't be singing stuff. And now
0: you're after Buzz He still hasn't he
1: still haven't said my name. No. Say my name, Stephanie. No. It's like the first two syllables of your name. I know. Say my name, Steph say your name, and then you'll say my name in the process. Stephanie. There you go, you said it.
2: All right. Anyways, <laughs> goodness gracious! Predictions. I predict <clears throat> with my very smart glasses that
1: we're we doing the British accents now. Yeah? Yes, it's
2: finished with it. Okay. Yeah. I think. What do I think?
1: You're probably thinking nothing because that's the usual. Um, I'm going oh, to. Oh, he's so uh, funny. He's
2: so funny that I can hear Ben laughing in the. <laughs> room over there
1: I'm going to predict that uh, Mike is getting a little bit uh, hot on his feet right now and it's not going to be really good when uh, that catches up to him I think that Briggs is going to make a big mistake in next episode and I think we'll see the tape making her appearance at the end of next episode um, I think uh, Johnny's relationship with Mike is very quickly deteriorating and they're not going to uh, be on good terms for the next episode and Johnny's going to do something very very stupid
2: I think that Stephen thinks he knows it all
1: I'm a big fat know-it-all and you'll know a little
2: I know. I'm just No, whatever. <laughs> that's why well, I had a Twitter follower who t- told me that I'm going to watch all the season because I want to be smarter. She wanted to be smarter than me. How, although, I don't know if that was like an insult or if she just thought that I knew a lot. However, I think I know a lot also. And I was going to say that.
1: I'm like Mike. I'm a little think bit cocky.
2: I now the foster thing is going to come up or something's going to happen. Maybe she'll come and visit because the operation is going to go bad next week. So that's going to cause that's. Uh, that's going to cause, like, everyone from DC to come over. Because they're going to have to cancel it again.
1: How much bollocks would it be if Foster came down and undermined Mike?
2: It'd be, be- it'd be very good because he needs it.
1: Yeah, he'd he kind of take his shots down a bit.
2: His shorts... All right, I guess. Sometimes you sound all sixes and sevens. This thank one.
1: you, thank you for tuning in to the Graceland TV Anyways. after show. I
2: guess um, so. Loves you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie G I O R G I and on Instagram at Steffi G forty seven. And you can
1: definitely find me on the Twitters at Stephen Lemieux. That is right here. It's S T E P H E N L E M I E U. This is
2: our undercover. Voices. As well
1: as you can also find me on the Strain podcast coming soon, Master Chef on Mondays, and the series finale of Californication this Sunday. Thank you for tuning in to BBC America we'll, no I'm just kidding thank and you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV after show here for Graceland we will see you next week for season 2 episode 4 of your favorite TV show thank you for tuning in see you next week
2: sorry from for Steven's naughty voice I Menounos, mean mouth Mal- it's Kevin so naughty it's okay go
1: are you, are you gonna play the credits Ben
2: from
0: executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire After Buzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network